0: Hey everyone, we're back again with another episode of Girlmates Show, the relationships podcast for people in a relationship with TV, yada yada. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old, does it? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's your favorite part. <laughs> um, I feel like it's going to be a good episode. Yeah, I'm excited. There's a lot to say. Very interesting discussion. Yeah. But first, we'll start off with our top three. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to discuss the top three shows we're most excited to watch in 2019. Did you do all new shows? I did one new show and two old shows. Okay. By old, I mean new season, Like a new season of it? Yeah. I only did new. Oh, that's good, because I was actually kind of worried that we would overlap. Okay, good. Yeah, because I bet I'm sure in the bonuses we'll have
1: a overlap. lot of overlap. But... yeah.
0: It's all part of the fun. Exactly. Because we really don't know what each other chose until we're talking about it right here, right now. (laughs) Exactly. You get a live reaction. So, yeah, sorry, sometimes we overlap, but that's just who we are. That's just, I mean, we have a lot of similar tastes. I'm Mm -hmm. actually surprised how little we overlap. Yeah, that's true. I feel like there's only been a couple times where it's been, like, really overlapping. Totally. And it's, like, times when, like, it would be just, it would be lying to not pick that number one. Exactly. Okay, so who, what is your number three? My number three, and I guess now that I say this, is it an old show? <laughs> but it's it's a new kind of reboot, mm, though. We might have the same number three. <laughs> oh, no. Is it Veronica Mars? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, mine is Veronica Mars on Hulu. I was hoping you would choose that. And also, as I'm talking, I'm realizing that my number three is not a reboot of an old show. So I take that back. I don't know why I would, thought we would have the same one. <laughs> But, good, I'm glad that made it, and I'm excited about that, and I need to watch the old one. I know, I need to, um, I didn't see anything to, like, when I was kind of, like, researching today Mm -hmm. about when, like, the date when the old seasons will be on Hulu, but I'm hoping it'll be before the new one drops. Yeah, I mean, they would have to, I would think. I feel like I remember Kristen saying summer, do you know when it's supposed to, the new season is supposed to drop? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. But if it's summer, hopefully it's late summer, really fall. Or... fall. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm excited for that, too. My number three... I think it's a book ad- adaptation, and that's what I was referring to. It's Shrill with Aidy Bryant on Hulu. I'm so excited for that one. Just like the pictures I've seen from it, where she's wearing, like, a rainbow dress. She looks so good, and I'm just excited to see her have her own thing because I feel like mm-hmm. she's always just kind of like a side character. She's and- always the friend. Exactly. And she does a great job on that. Yeah. But but she deserves to be a main character because she's amazing. Totally. And I um, had forgotten until I was reading about it today that it's based on Lindy West, her book and her story. And she's a journalist who is plus size and has been extremely vocal about like, calling out rape jokes Mm -hmm. and things like that. And I've seen, I've watched um, some of the YouTube videos, like interviews with her Mm -hmm. and she's so interesting and just is such a cool person. And I'm so excited. Yeah. I think it's a really great story and I'm hoping it'll be good. Okay. What's your number two? So my number two was also shrill, (laughs) but I have so many bonuses that I'm going to fill it in with something else. Um, I had forgotten that George Clooney is doing a Catch-22 mm-hmm. adaptation on Hulu, mm-hmm. and I love that book, and so I'm really excited for the adaptation. And more importantly than the book <laughs> is who's going to be on it because Coach Taylor and Christopher Abbott, who have both been voices of the week. yeah, and, Oh, our oh. former Flames. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully we can choose them again when we watch that. Oh, yeah. But they're... Have we talked about the photos yet that came out on the internet like back at by, around Christmas time? No, like I even forgot about them and now it's all coming back to me just yeah. like the Celine Dion There's, song. <laughs> There's some photos that they released of them and they look really good. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, I'm excited show. about that too. I was going to mention that one, but I've never read Catch-22. So I was hoping that you would bring it up because you would sound more smart talking <laughs> about it. The book is Bananas. So, it's just going to be, like, so, um, like, kind of twisted and sarcastic of a show. Mm-hmm. And I really like seeing George Clooney and stuff like that. And just all of our favorite people. Boys. Q, Charlie XCX boys. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, that's actually, that's my new number two. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. For my number two, I chose Big Little Lies. Um, because I was very wary about what they could do with season two, and I'm just very excited to see how it goes. And I have, I had low hopes, but now I think they've turned into high hopes. Well, even just that, that lineup photo of them made me really excited. It's so good. Like, each of their individual characters and, like, what they look like in that photo is perfect. It's hilarious. So, yeah, I'm excited, too, because I also... I guess I'm still a little guarded. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be too vulnerable Yeah, <laughs> in my love for it. Because I the first season was amazing. It was so good. But it's just it'll just be even just fun to see that cast back together. Mm-hmm. And with Meryl. Yes. So, like, you can't up the ante higher than that. No, exactly. They have a lot riding on this. So, and I don't think they'll let us down. But who knows? Who knows? I mean... We've been burned how many times, but it's good to be optimistic. Yes. So I hear. People tell me that. (laughs) Okay, my number one is What We Do in the Shadows. Okay, good. Yeah. I was actually kind of worried that you wouldn't choose that because you have also seemed guarded about this one. Well, I haven't thought that the promos were like that amazing Mm -hmm. personally. I still never watched those. I feel like they just, right now, the trailers have seemed like um, just like kind of someone else redoing parts of the movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. But I am ranking it number one because Taika is going to be in it. <laughs> so how bad can it so, be? <laughs> I can't, yeah, I feel like it could. Love is blind? I don't know. You're smarter than that, though. Which is something we'll also probably talk about later on. Foreshadowing. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, my number one is Veep. Oh yeah. I just, like, I'm crying thinking about it because it's the last season. It's gonna be emotional. I think it will be. It can't not be. No. I just got so excited to, like, go back and rewatch it before. Me too. That's one of the shows that I go back and rewatch a lot just because it always makes me so happy. Yeah, I'll just, like, um, look Google Clips on, on YouTube and... Google Clips on YouTube. <laughs> huh? And then I hop on Ask Jeeves, and then I search for Google, and then I go into Google, and then I go to YouTube, and then I search for Veep Clips. Exactly. And then And then you try and find old vines. (laughs) It's quite a process that you got there. It's a process, but it's always worth it. (laughs) That's what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Uh, I'm really surprised that something wasn't on your list. Oh, no. What? Because one of my other ones is Four Weddings and a Funeral. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget? Here's how I forgot. It wasn't on any of the lists that I was looking at. So I forgot. I was looking at a 2019 list. So it's not, it's for sure coming out in 2019, right? That's what I don't know. I was looking at 2019 lists, too. And I looked at a couple from a couple different sources, and none of them had that show. But... Mm. I would imagine so. Also, something else that I'm mad about that I just thought of. Search party. Well, do we do you know when that new season's coming out? Season no, I three? don't. But they finished um they've they've wrapped. They're yeah. finished filming, so it'll come out sometime this year. Totally. Probably in fall, I would Are, assume. Or cause... summer. <laughs> or, or spring, spring. <laughs> or winter. <laughs> I um that is one of the reasons why I was just like I'm just gonna do brand new shows because there's like so many amazing I know. existing shows yeah, coming exactly. out. Exactly. Another one that I have that is not a new show is Black Mirror. I'm excited for the real season of that. Okay, so is that going to be next Christmas? This twenty nineteen? No, I think it'll be sometime soon-ish, but they still haven't said when, but they've said that they are coming out with a legitimate season. And that's the one with Miley. Yes. Supposedly. Also, have you watched the commercial for that Pen15 show on Hulu? Okay, today was the first I'd ever heard of it. Oh, really? It's like Y2K middle schoolers. Yeah, but they're actual adults playing seventh graders. Wait, what? Yes. Oh my gosh, And like all that's of the amazing. cast around them are actual seventh graders. So they're playing like the <gasps> seventh grade versions of themselves going through like puberty and the terrors of seventh grade. Oh my gosh. You know what? This is so rude that they did not invite us. I know. Because that, I feel like that is so good about the time. Yeah. Yes. So that's another one I'm excited about. And then lastly, I'll mention the still untitled morning show with Reese and Jennifer Aniston and Steve Carell. That'll okay. be on Apple. Right. Oh, why don't they just call it morning show? I don't know. I think that's kind of a Maybe good Maybe they name. will, but they just haven't released that they will. Okay, I can't find anything about when that show is coming out. I feel like it has to be twenty nineteen. Oh, four weddings and a funeral. Yeah. I wanted to do some live investigative work. <laughs> One would assume, because they're probably done filming in like January or February. So yeah. I would imagine it comes out this week. So year. hasn't she been in London? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's gotta be twenty nineteen. Um some of my other bonuses were The Mandalorian, yes. the Star Wars show. But I'm still I'm still very confused about Disney plus the streaming. Yeah. Because there's all these announcements coming out that Netflix is getting all of these new Disney movies and yeah, stuff. I don't get it. So Same yeah. with the Apple. Same with the new NBC one. So weird. I think we'll only understand when we have it. Yeah. Um. Another thing is, did you see that trailer for Russian Doll? Yes, I'm very excited. It looks good. Okay, I love Natasha Leon on Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. And... Amy Poehler is the producer, mm-hmm. and um, even though the whole, like, Groundhog's Day thing is a little overplayed, yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think that it's was fun. One thing that I thought of, I was like, okay, I feel like we've had, like, two movies that have recently come out about this, mm-hmm. but I'm interested to see their take on it, because the trailer was really good and really funny. It was way funny, and also it's funny that it's, like, it's a an adult at a party. Yeah. Like, it's kind of, like, a normal thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I think it'll be funny. I also had forgotten that HBO is doing an adaptation of the graphic novel Watchmen mm-hmm. that they made it there was a movie made a few years ago that I actually never saw the movie. I've read I the comic, either. but most people hated it. And people like love, love, love the graphic novel. Mm-hmm. And they said it kind of watered it down and stuff. And so I'm very intrigued by the show. I just feel like shows seem to be Better adaptations of stories than movies are. Generally. Yeah, I would agree with that. So hopefully that'll be cool. I'll give it a shot. Yeah. The last thing I'll mention that I saw on a list that I don't know if we knew. Maybe you knew. But Homecoming is going to have a second season this year. It is? That's what this list said. Yeah, I did not know that. So. That's weird. Yeah, I kind of liked it as just the one. But yeah. I don't know. I have respect for shows that stop after one. Yeah, same. But, I mean, it was a great show. Mm -hmm. Huh. That'll be very interesting. Well, TV news. TV news. Kind of a light news week for us this week. Because I feel like we mostly just wanted to talk about those shows coming out. Mm -hmm. The only thing I have is that Game of Thrones finally got a release date for their last season. And I'm only talking about this because... I finally started it, and Jordan did, as we mentioned last week. So we won't mention it again until we do an actual episode on it. Mm-hmm. But um, it comes out on April 14th. So hopefully, pray for me that I can finish in that time. Yeah. Send your good vibes, your prayers. Yeah. Jordan's channel. almost done. Yeah, I'm, I'm really working through it. Yeah. I am, too. I started. Ah, I don't have to tell you how fast I've gone through it. <laughs> She slaves away for you guys. I'm not feeling that vulnerable tonight. <laughs> well, I'm really happy that you started because it, there's just so much to discuss about it. Yeah. So, and read and rewatch and understand. Totally. Well, it's really fun going back and trying to find as many memes and tweets as I can and like understand it now. <laughs> yeah. So it's fun. I feel like I'm part of something again. Yeah. <laughs> something that... Uh, Netflix dropped is the Carmen San Diego trailer and the animation looks really cool and um, Gina Rodriguez is her voice who is just really great but I I'm kind of conflicted because I was so 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 into Carmen San Diego computer games and the like original live-action show that they did with mm-hmm. like Rocapella and stuff. <laughs> But it's weird that they're trying to make Carmen Sandiego like like kind of a hero mm-hmm. and not just a bad guy. And I always kind of liked that she's just like this really cool bad like vil- female villain. Yeah, like she was cool. not have a lot of those. No, and it's like not every single thing needs like a whole backstory. I feel like yeah. like the whole story is that she steals freaking landmarks around the world. Like, it yeah. doesn't need to make sense. No, We don't need, really need to know why she does it. She doesn't have to have some sad story about her dad leaving her as a child or yeah. anything like that. So, I kind of have mixed feelings about it, but it does look cool and it looks like a fun cartoon, but... That's how I feel about that. But yeah, I think that's all in the news we have, really. Okay. Guess we'll just hop right in. This This week was a doozy. We... <laughs> We took on the show that's on Netflix called You. It was on Lifetime, and now Netflix owns the rights to the future seasons. Yes. But it's streaming on Netflix right now. That's where we both watched Mm it. So where do I even begin? (laughs) So Penn Badgley of Gossip Girl, he even explains it himself as it's... Dan with a knife. He says that? He said that in an interview. Okay, so, yeah. So, if you are at all familiar with Penn Badgley's character on Gossip Girl, he... And it's this makes it sound like the shows are actually tied together. They're They're not. not, But his character on Gossip Girl was kind of, like, the loner guy. His, like, codename on the Gossip Girl website was Lonely Boy. (laughs) So, it's just funny because this show, You, is about a guy who becomes obsessed with this girl that he meets one time. He works at a bookstore and she's a customer, and basically, like stalks her. Mm-hmm. And then all through social media and the internet, and then things kind of escalate from there. I don't really know how yeah. much else to give away. No, that's or that was a perfect way to say it. So first of all, I'll say it was interesting watching this show, having also currently. We are both obsessed with this other podcast called Cold. It's literally just called Cold, the podcast. And it's about a woman here in Utah who disappeared. And all signs point to it was her husband that did it, but he got away with it. And Mm -hmm. literally could not look more guilty if he tried. No, And his father is the creepiest human being on planet Earth. His name is Stephen Powell. And he was, like, in love with his daughter-in-law, Susan. He, like, wrote songs about her and would give her massages and, like, sexual seal, unwanted... Seal her underwear. Yeah. Unwanted sexual advan- advances. And they raided his apartment to look for signs of Susan or anything. And they found this drawer that was full of stuff that he had stolen from Susan. Underwear, um... The most disgusting part to me was tampon applicators and just, like, disgusting stuff like that. Truly just, like, the most repulsive. Just, it's awful. Yeah. And a lot of things that Penn Badgley's character does in this show, You, reminded me directly of Stephen Powell. Like, he even steals one of her tampons at one point. But the parallels are just like insane. So I think that we are a little biased because the show feels a little too real. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, even before he starts getting completely Stephen Powell-esque, it was so creepy how much he was able to, info he was able to get on her just on her social media Mm -hmm. and like taking a picture from her Instagram and then Google image searching that to find her address and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, like anyone could do that literally mm-hmm. one of my notes while I was watching and that we've talked about it, it's like will i ever actually date anyone ever again when all i'm like all the entertainment i'm taking in are like these stories of sociopathic men and the answer is i do not know because <laughs> it's really hard to believe we know that they they exist but i don't know i really don't know even um Not to keep hammering on this Stephen Powell thing, because I think it's actually a lot of men that do this, but the very first episode, I was like, oh my gosh, Stephen Powell, Stephen Powell, because just the way he was saying things, like, he says, like, oh, she gave me her credit card to, like, buy her books because she wanted me to know her full name so that I could look her up, which is, like, the most insane way to, like, convince yourself of something that is completely untrue and, like... Not something that she probably even thought about. Exactly. Or like the part when she reaches up to get a book and he's like, oh, she wants me to know she's not wearing a bra. Yeah. Like, like she's it's wearing some like sign. a button down shirt. Like it's not even like she's not like trying to be noticed. No, clearly. like no one could accuse her of dressing provocatively. No. That line really reminded me of Stephen Powell, Mm -hmm. too, because he's like, oh, I knew that she wanted me to touch her and Uh all this stuff. And it's like, no, she really did not. He just, like, took everything she did as some sort of sign that she wanted him to do things or say things. And that is really scary as a woman, because literally anything we do can be taken in a completely different way. Exactly. Exactly. Dot, dot, (laughs) dot. I know. (laughs) Well, it's like, it really is so freaky. Because it's like, your mind will go to the worst case scenario. Yeah. And so, I mean, obviously, this is a TV show, fictional, as far as we know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not based directly on a specific person in real life. But then you hear the cold podcast. And, you know, it even reminds me of that shooting that happened at the University of Utah. Mm -hmm. Where it was all based on this... um, the girl who got shot, the man who shot her was someone she met on dating apps who had dated, mm-hmm. who he just lied yeah. about everything of who he was. And and that happened like 10, 15 minutes away from us. Yeah. So it's like, even though this is a fictional show, this stuff happens. This stuff happens and it happens in our circles of people we know and in our surroundings here in Utah. Well, and that kind of gets me to my next beef with this show. Was that, so Beck is the girl that he is
1: fancy to.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Obsessed with. He fancies. (laughs) And her character is very dumb. And they talk about how smart she is. She even is quoted at one point saying like, I wish I was less smart because I think I would live a better life. And it's like, no, you're dumb. Okay. One of the first things is... She never shuts her blinds. No. She lives on, like, the ground floor of a New York apartment that the windows are massive. They're, like, as big and tall as the wall. Mm-hmm. And, like, her bed is apparently right in the window. Mm-hmm. Or a futon or something. So anyone looking in, even someone who didn't want to see anything, can see everything. Yes. And I just feel like, again, that's un- it's a dumb thing. As, a, like, a smart, educated woman, single woman in this day and age of, like, dating apps and stuff, that's something that just no one does if you're smart. No. Well, it even, like, just for a matter of, like, annoyance. Yeah. Like, why would you want your... it I just found that distractingly ridiculous. Yes. And so he's always, like, watching her through her windows. He, like, goes to bars that she's at, walks, like, follows her on the street, goes to the parks that she's at, goes... Which- can I say one thing, too? That was interesting because, like, he is a very attractive guy. Yes. You Can would, he really get away with just blending no. in? He's very hot. Yes. I literally wrote, how is she never noticing him? Especially after... They've, like, gone on a date. She knows what he looks like. If I see someone out of the corner of my eye that I've, like, met one time, I will instantly notice. And, like, I know that that's not how everybody is. But, like, he was in plain sight. He wasn't even disguised. He had a hat on. He had a hat on. That's literally it. And, like, she didn't notice him one time. And I just think... You can see those cheekbones a mile away. (laughs) Yes. They could cut diamonds. (laughs) Um, I just think that... I think that the story for me could have been, would have been a better story if she was smarter (laughs) and like more aware of her surroundings and like a better dater, like a little bit of stranger danger. She just makes really dumb decisions that don't give, she doesn't have a ton of redeeming qualities herself. So you have a hard time not being like, obviously she doesn't deserve it because no one deserves that. Mm hmm. I, I totally get what you're saying. I think that um, it's like, what is their message about victims then? Yes. Because the story by the ends that they almost seem to be telling kind of to me, like, are they trying to say she deserved it because of different things she's done? Mm-hmm. And what does that imply about other victim stories? Are they trying to make a statement about victim stories? Because sometimes it seems like they do, mm-hmm. but then why would they have these things that his character can then justify in his mind, Mm -hmm. you know, when really, why didn't they just lean into him being a complete psychopath? Yeah. And like, just that he's paranoid and making stuff up. Yeah. And I wish they could have shown that even really smart, educated women can still be conned into dating a psychopathic man. And I don't feel like that's what this, what it showed. And so it just kind of made me a little sad because I think, they could have shown that a little bit better. Totally. It was a very squandered opportunity, I think. Yeah. I also think kind of along those lines, like, not only do they make her almost like they're trying to say she deserved it in a way, mm-hmm. but they also make him way too sympathetic with how, or they try to, I think, with the time they spend on certain plot lines as the, the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just kind of confused. Like, the pacing was kind of weird. Yeah. Like, why did they spend a whole episode on that? There is a whole episode where they focus on him going to therapy, and there is a whole episode of they focus of him kind of in a normal relationship, not dating Beck. And those episodes were really boring, and I feel like they just didn't tie in anywhere. Like, and then they no, it felt so random when they had to bring it back to the main plot. Exactly. If they were better writers, they could have added some sympathy to him. That's almost like like almost in a tongue-in-cheek way Mm -hmm. but instead it seemed like they were just trying to make like are you trying to make you root for him weirdly well and i saw did you see on twitter that it was like trending people were like falling in love with his character and he kept had to like keep reminding people that like no he's a terrible person yeah i'm like who are these idiots that are like Falling for his character because he is clearly terrible. Well, he's not hiding it from the audience. No. Like, the audience knows everything as it's going on. Yes. That is stupid. Um, And another thing that I thought was interesting was his inner monologue is, a lot of the time, is acting like he is very woke and, like, very aware of, like, toxic masculinity and, like, white male privilege and, like, stuff like that. But then, clearly... He is also a monster. Yeah. Exactly. I that see, I wish that there was more of that throughout the whole show. Do you get that? I think in like the first half maybe of the season. Mm-hmm. Cause I loved that. I loved that there it's a takedown of that that like kind of white millennial woke, quote unquote guys. Yeah. Like the line when he's he's judging these girls for watching The Bachelor and he's like, sometimes it's like I'm the only feminist in the room (laughs) and I was dying. That was Mm -hmm. so funny and that was kind of the end of that. Yeah, (laughs) I feel like there wasn't enough of that because because that was really interesting that he's actually this complete monster but he walks around judging everyone else and how no one understands and he's the most woke feminist of all but Mm -hmm. like, actually, he's the one like, idolizing women. Yeah, and like, He's the problem, yes. With most men,
1: because yeah. they think
0: they're woke, but then their actions show it completely differently. Totally, and I don't really see that a lot in shows. No, so that could have been so interesting, and I was really on board for that. Yeah. Oh, Shay Mitchell is in it. Yes, from Pretty Little Liars. I can't believe we haven't even mentioned her I yet. I know. Um, she was really good. I was proud of her. I actually really liked her, and it. Yeah, she was good, and she was. She. I thought she was funny. Her character was like so over the top at times, mm-hmm. and I really liked that. Yeah. Plus, it was nice seeing one of the girls in the show like be suspicious and careful. Yeah. Yeah. But I then agree. again, they turned her. That's really. I don't want to spoil just like, anything, but it's kind I of just like it. none of the characters are completely good, and so it's kind of hard to know whose side we're supposed to be on. Like, whose side does the show want us to be on? Because. Mm-hmm. There really aren't any, like, good, pure characters. And I think that there are good, pure people in the world who get into these situations, and I think that would be more of a relatable and interesting story to be told. I totally agree. I think the fact that the characters have good and bad qualities, I think it's bad writing more so than, like, an artistic choice. Mm -hmm. And that it weirds me out if they want the audience to root for... Uh, Penn Badgley's character at all yeah and I don't think they really do but there are certain things they choose to do that I'm like no stop try-, like intentionally trying to steer me in his favor because yeah. it'll never happen no I don't I just don't know because it doesn't seem like that is what they wanted especially after Penn on Twitter was like no people stop it right so yeah it's just so weird how long they spend on certain parts of the show if they like were I don't I just don't know Well, and like, um, it's this is this is one that's actually really hard for me to. I feel like you're doing a good job of this. It's hard for me to express certain things without like citing specific scenes, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because even there's certain guest stars that I don't want to ruin. Yeah, it's true because if you don't know that they're on it, then you don't want to. We don't want to spoil it. Yeah, I'm just trying to justify that I don't like don't even make sense right now. Um, One random thing I thought, the girl who plays Beck, I was trying the whole time to figure out who she reminded me of, and she kind of reminded me of Evan Rachel Wood. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, I can totally see that. Um, Also on that note, the girl who plays Annika is uh, Peter Gallagher's daughter, who is Sandy Cohen on The O.C. Yes. And I love it so much. They literally have the same eyebrows and... She's very lucky. You cannot mess with those eyebrow jeans. No. And she was actually really funny on the show. She She was, was one of my favorite characters. She was one of my favorite characters, too. And maybe one of the only characters that didn't seem to have, like... She had, like, normal human flaws, but, like, nothing that was, like, you're a terrible person. Like, so I liked her. Yeah. I thought she was really good. I think sometimes I'm a little biased against shows like this because I feel like if I've seen one that I think was better, like that kind of like campy teen feeling drama, Mm -hmm. like for me, even though I got really mad towards the end of Pretty Little Liars, that is kind of like the top of this kind of genre for me. And so sometimes it's hard for me Mm, to get behind other ones because I'm kind of like, I've already seen what I think is the best. I'll watch something else. Yeah. I feel like, I definitely thought this was, I liked it better than Pretty Little Liars, I would say. I wanted to know if you liked it better than Riverdale. Um, yeah, I I think I like it better in Riverdale because it still was more relatable to me, where Riverdale is just, like, 0% relatable. (laughs) It's mostly just, like, fun to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess if you're, like, watching with different goals. Yeah. That makes sense. And, like, the characters are more around my age and not, like, High schoolers. Totally. Which, again, is maybe why I would say now that I like it more than Pretty Little Liars, because Pretty Little Liars was also hard for me to, like, relate to. So maybe I'm just a person that likes to relate to things, but I don't know. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think I was, because I watch a lot of really dark things, and I feel like my life is really not dark, but... <laughs> <laughs> you just just <start> seeking balance <laughs> Yeah, in I life. guess so. I think maybe I was hoping I would relate to this more, And so since I, I just feel like it really lost its way personally, because I was kind of looking for a show, like, especially from those first few episodes, Mm -hmm. that was like more tongue in cheek, more self-aware. And I was really hoping it would lean more and more into that takedown of like the annoyingly preachy, woke, young guy. Yeah, I guess something that I did think of was, I wish it would have gone, it was too in the middle of it. For me, as far as like realistic or unrealistic, I wish it would have either really leaned into the realistic side of things or really leaned into like the this is completely unrealistic, but still a little bit relatable. Mm -hmm. So I get that. I agree with that because a lot of it. Was unrealistic, but not in like a campy fun way. Yeah, more th- of like, like you're trying to the act like this is realistic, but it's not. Yeah, I think maybe you just summed up why I just couldn't okay get into it. Okay, because I think that's why I do like Pretty Little Liars, and even though I hadn't watched, I haven't watched Riverdale yet. Mm-hmm. It just seems like it's so like soapy, over the top that I would prefer that. Yeah, or like, have this This be would realistic. literally never happen. Where yeah. with you, it's like. This could happen, but, like, not to this effect. Exactly. It surprises me that Penn Badgley took this role. Well, it doesn't, like, put him any further as far as his acting chops go. No, I do think that with what he's given, he does a pretty good job because he's, he's, you can tell he's very committed to the role. Yeah. And... I was thinking that it's maybe, like, ruined him for me mm-hmm. because he's so gross and creepy. And so that says he did a pretty good job. <laughs> but it's like, why did you choose this role that is so similar to your your most iconic role? So someone tweeted him and said, If Penn Badgley keeps get- playing stalker dudes obsessed with reading and writing, I have no choice but to believe he is in real life shady MFSMH. <laughs> That was by Carter Fine underscore. And Penn responded and said, yeah, I really should consult with my agent about this, huh? Um. <laughs> Wait, are you being serious? I don't know. That that doesn't clear anything up for me. I know, it just adds confusion, but it was too That is really funny. Not to read. That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, so I think that I still liked it better than Jordan did. Yeah, I think you did. And I will definitely watch the next season. I am hesitant because I don't know. It's hard for me to know how they could have another season and how could it be different and not just like the same thing over and over again. Or will it turn too much into like any other drama? Yeah. And so it'll be interesting also to see the changes from Lifetime making it to Netflix. I will still probably at least watch the first episode of the second season just to kind of check in and see what they've changed. I feel like, well, again, I don't want (laughs) to... We are going to have to have even more conversations after we record (laughs) because I have a lot of questions still. (laughs) Yeah, I do too. I was going through my notes and I was like, can't say that, can't say that. But yeah, so those are our thoughts. I definitely think people should watch it because I'm dying to hear what people take away from it and how they feel about it yeah and it's like short and quick enough that it doesn't take a ton of your time to watch no. it but it's like that being said i definitely did not love it but it's it poses so many weird questions that yeah. i do want people to watch it and talk i about feel it. like this show definitely made me think a lot more than any other show that we've watched has like i have more notes in the, about this show than any other show and I still haven't really ever seen a show similar to it. So I, I like that about it. It wasn't something that I felt like I had seen before. Yeah, it was not a waste of my time at no. all. Yeah. I was hoping for a wild, crazy finale. I definitely got one. But it kind of just bugged me. Yeah. But I'm definitely intrigued enough to watch the first episode of the next season. Yeah. Okay, on that note. Who's your crush this week? Because... <laughs> If you say Pen Badgley, that I'm gonna be. Thing. I'm not. I I'm can't. gonna be worried about you. I would be worried about me too. Okay, good. I chose Kit Harrington. Did you choose him yes! too? I was actually worried this would happen. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Then I'll choose a different one. Okay. Um. Well, that's all I have to say about that. Is that I've always known I'd be attracted to Jon Snow, and it's true what my mind told me. And <laughs> you know yourself well. Yeah, I do know myself well. Um okay, actually I'm gonna keep also Jon Snow as my crush of the week because I wasn't always that attracted to him. Okay. And when I started Game of Thrones, I had a bigger crush on um Richard Madden, who plays Rob Stark. Mm. Um well I think he's really cute, but also um I really like him in the live action Cinderella. And have a big crush on him there. Oh, yeah. I forgot that that was him. He's so cute in that and really good. But in this last season of Game of Thrones, there was just some parts where I was like, oh, I'm really into Jon Snow. (laughs) And I just hadn't really gotten there before. But this last season, I was like, yeah. Yeah. So it was like a slow burn (laughs) (laughs) for me and Jon Snow. That's interesting. Well, and I don't know how his character evolves. But in this first season, he seems like he's just like a good guy. And also, dark curly hair is my weakness, so. There's a lot of really good hair in the, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, there is. Mostly, I feel like mostly from the Stark family. Mm-hmm. But even Peter Dinklage has a pretty impressive head of yeah, hair. He even though in the first season, it's head head like really hair. blonde. Yeah, he has like weird streaks in it. Yeah, it gets a lot better. But um, that's really funny. That is really funny. But I would have been more upset if you had picked Penn Batch. Like. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth having the same same guy. It's actually crazy this is the first time that's happened. Well, and there's only, like, two other gut, go- mm, Three other male characters on the show, You And one of them would be kind of a spoiler alert if I we chose him. And then the other two are just, like, a no. And Penn's character sucks, so... Obviously, he looks great. He looks amazing. But it really adds to the creepiness. Yeah. And... He doesn't look amazing enough to uh, make any sort of exception for his behavior. Exactly. Nope. Sorry. We're too smart for that. Yeah, guess what? We're the woke ones. (laughs) Dan. Whatever your real name is. Joe. (laughs) His name is Dan on Gossip Girl. His name is Joe in you. Also interesting. Three-letter word. Awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. Oh, one other thing. Brief observation. Did you think of Search Party every time they show the title of the show because it, turned, it goes from white to red? Oh, I didn't. I thought about it every time and I just always wished I was watching Search Party. Oh, that's interesting. I just noticed that I didn't like the font. It's pretty, it just looks cheesy. Yeah. It just looked like a Lifetime movie. Yeah. But for it being Lifetime, I thought they did a really good job. Yeah. As far as production value goes, my expectations were a lot, were really low and it exceeded my expectations. So Yeah. I agree with that for sure. Well. So watch it. Let us know what you think. A lot of people have been watching it. And I feel like I've only really seen like one negative thing. So we might be the anomaly here. But I don't know. It's just thought provoking. mm -hmm. I think. And maybe that's what they're going for. Thought provoking without a ton of thought behind their actions. If that was their goal. (laughs) Good work. (laughs) Well. Thanks for listening. Please watch that show so, and talk to us about it. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's called you. We're it's not just time. talking to you the whole time. It's We're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about you. You. It's confusing. It's very confusing. Okay. um, Don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. <laughs>